Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Orson. Today we'll be talking about a whole bunch of cool films including Gifted, Flugels, Going In, Out In Style, and Smurfs Lost Village. But right now we're going to start off the show Gifted with Imani who is 15 and lives in New York. So Imani, how are you doing today? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. So let's start off by talking about what did you think of the film? So what did you think of the film overall? My overall thoughts of Gifted was is very positive. I really enjoyed the film. It's PG-13 and it's filled with a lot of life stories that I find myself relating to to certain aspects. And it was very well shot with an amazing cast. And I just love the the scenes and the emotional feeling as well. So I am really curious of what you thought about the acting because we have a lot of fantastic actors that are very well known, including Chris Evans, who plays Frank. We have McKenna Grace, who plays Mary. We have Jenny Slate, who plays Bonnie. We have Octavia Spencer, who plays Roberta. So what did you think about the acting? I thought the acting was very well. Um, the relationships between Chris Evans and McKenna Grace, like, on and off camera, is very well known. Like, I feel like they really connected on a personal level with one another. And you can really see how that plays an important aspect in the movie because they're just very good actors and it just contributed to the movie really well and I really enjoyed it. You know I definitely agree I did feel like there was a fantastic bond between the two characters and you can really see that throughout the story. So can you tell us about the story for viewers who don't know the plot about the film? Yeah definitely so basically Frank Adler played by Chris Evans he's a single man raising a young child prodigy who is also his niece Mary Adler which is McKenna Grace and they both live in a, to- a coastal town in Florida next door to their neighbor, Roberta, Octavia Spencer. But Frank's um, mom comes into town and she wants to take over Mary's life, saying that she's so good with her math abilities and that they should be put to use. But Frank, of course, doesn't want that because his sister wouldn't have wanted her child to have that type of life. So this is a story about a kid genius, and it is far from the first story of a kid genius. Do you think this movie stands out from other stories like this where they focus on this kid who has extreme talent in some sort of uh, area? I think so, because this one has a very, like, well-put emotional kind of feel to it. Like, it has to do with the kid, but it also has to do with the life experiences as well going on with the kid and the family, which is something that needs to be incorporated, and it was. And I think that's a very important aspect to put in these types of movies for the kids' ability. Yeah, and I do really do feel like it does focus more on the family, which is an interesting thing because imagine the impact of having a genius in the family, a kid genius. It must be huge, and no film really covers that. But something else that I personally loved about the film was the cinematography. What did you think about it? I thought that it was very well, like, 
put. Like I thought it was very good. The um the pictures of the movies, they looked very good and like vibrant and it was just well shot. And I thought the director and producer, they did an excellent job on this movie. I really applaud them for their work. And the director is Mark Webb. And also the producers are, the two main ones are Andy Cohen and Karen Lunder. But also, I want to know, uh, what did you think of the story itself? Like, did it keep you entertained? Do you think some scenes need to be removed? Or do you think it was the perfect length? I think it was the perfect length. I re- As I said before, I find myself relating to some of the, um, the scenes. And I really enjoyed it because it's important for kids to, like, I think it was important for them to see this movie because it could see how their relationship with their families can develop and how they have a voice and they should be heard as well, you know? Yeah, I know. I definitely agree with that. You're listening to Kids First Come Attractions, and right now we're talking to Amani, who is talking about the film Gifted. And my next question for you is, you kind of mentioned this before the ID, but can you talk a little bit about the moral? Because I feel like the moral is a very big part of the plot. Yeah, definitely. I think the overall message of Gifted is that family is very important and to pay attention to younger audiences' needs. Like, you know, nowadays parents tend to push their kids sometimes. It's not always a bad thing, but it can really cause pressure upon the kid and it can have a negative effect on their relationship sometimes and add stress to the child's life that they don't need. But um, I think this story really elaborates on how to get through that and how to strengthen your relationship with your family and how your abilities don't always just define who you are. Like, there's so much more to people and their personalities as well. You know, yeah, that's really true because a lot of, a lot of people, including um, McKenna Grace's character, Mary's grandmother, McKenna Grace's character, Mary, she isn't just a genius. Like, she is more than a genius. So I really do see that point that there's a little bit more than just the people's talents. That's a fantastic point. But what would you say is your favorite scene in the whole film? Um, I really would say that uh, I just really love the relationship between Frank and Mary throughout the whole film. Like every time I saw the two of them together, that was just my favorite part because I just loved how um, loving they were to each other. Even though they're like uncle and niece, they just have this really strong bond that you really want to connect with because they just pull you into the movie, which makes it really happy and just emotional you know yeah I, I do know yeah it really does have a really strong connection it's something i loved about the film that the biggest thing was that the characters had a bond outside the camera and that really reflected on set but separate from uh frank and mary's connection there was also some other connections that were a little more romantic so what did you think about the romance in the film I thought the romance in the film was very, like, humorous, and I think it was cute, too. Um, Mary's teacher and Frank, they got together, and I thought that was so cute and adorable, even, like, the way that um, it was put. They just kind of got together randomly. You wouldn't have expected it, but I thought, I just love that part of the romance in those types of movies because they just happen, even though you may not expect it, which is just made me so happy. <laughs> yeah, it was really unexpected. And Mary's teacher is Bonnie, who's played by Jenny Slate. So what would you say your favorite character is? I would have to say my favorite character is Mary Adler, played by McKenna Grace, because she's very young, but also she's very humorous as well. Like her part was 
very good. Like she played it very well. And I thought she had to like memorize all the math um, problems in the film, which probably seemed hard to do. And I applaud her for that as well. She just, she's such a great actress. Yeah. For a 10 year old girl, the, the acting skills she has is really outstanding. I definitely agree. But how many stars do you give this film? I rate this film five out of five stars because of its emotional and memorable storyline, the outstanding cast, and the wonderful scenes. And what age range do you give it? I give it probably 13 and up. You should definitely go and see this film with your families. I really encourage parents to see it with their young adolescents because they might even learn something from this film and how to um, relate and to strengthen their relationship. Uh, you said 13 and up. Why not younger? Is there something parents should be worried about? Um, well, there's some language in there that some, like, the tweens may not be able to, like, should hear, I guess. Maybe I just say 13 and up. It's not too, too bad, but I just think the teenagers should see it rather than the younger audience. That's good to know. And something else I kind of saw when I was watching the film is that there's a very big mix between drama and comedy. How do you think that portrays in the film and do you think it comes out smooth or do you think it's a little choppy to switch from a very dramatic scene to kind of a joke? I think it's it comes out pretty smooth. They like That's a really hard um, genre to kind of put together, but I think it was very well put. Like It wasn't choppy or anything like that. And they put it in the right place, the comedy and the drama in the right place. It wasn't like random, you know? Yeah, it, it really does feel smooth. And for our viewers, if you'd like to check out this film, it is now in theaters near you. Thank you, Imani, so much for talking to me about Gifted. Thank you for having me. No problem. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Orris, and you're listening to Kids First Carmen Attractions, and this week's show is sponsored by Pocoyo. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. 
Hey, and welcome back. I'm Mia, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We have been talking about Gifted, and next we will be talking with Lizeth, who is 15 years old from Los Angeles, about Flugels. So, Lizeth, what is Flugels about, and what did you think about it? Well, Flugels is about three small aliens who visit Earth from their planet and go on these, like, really fun adventures around um, this one house where they, like, run into, like, ordinary everyday objects and then they report report back to their planet on what they found here. Um, I really I, I really like the film. Yeah, that's good. It's always nice to have good kid shows that are interesting and have new concepts. So I saw some clips about Flugels and I noticed that other than the animation, there's also some real backgrounds and people in it. What did you think about this effect and if you thought it added anything to these episodes? Well, I really like the fact that they had the actual humans in the in the background because it shows that these aliens, they weren't really like part of, it wasn't just the show based on like sh- surrounded around them that when the little kids are watching, they can see, oh, like there's like humans there too. So it's not like really weird to them so like they feel like comfortable it kept people it kept the show on edge since like the little aliens they were always hiding from the humans trying not to be found yeah it's always great to have a new unique concept and this is one of a newer unique concepts that i've seen in little kid tv shows so um every good tv show has good morals and messages so what do you think the moral or message is to the flugels there's like many because it's separated into like eight different episodes so each episode kind of sets its own moral so like one of my favorite ones was the one with the hamster where they saw how it needed to be treated and like not just like like they they showed how you can't just have a pet without like looking after it and stuff like that yeah it's good to have also different episodes and different morals in each so it's not getting born to little kids. So speaking of having a bunch of different episodes, what would you say is your favorite episode or scene? My favorite episode is the one about the butterflies since it like shows this like the stages of like how like if it goes from a a, a, lar- a caterpillar to cocoon to it to the like the final form being being a butterfly since it's like science. Yeah, I really like that episode. So very educational that it's yeah. good that flugels can teach little kids stuff. Also on education-wise, what what other stuff do you think a parent should expect education-wise on seeing having their kids see the flugels? Well, it teaches it teaches them like many things like from science and like how to appro- how to approach things that they don't really know to ask questions about like what they're learning and and like how if they see something that they don't know, they should, like, ask questions about it. And then if they still don't know, they should ask others so then they can, like, expand their learn- their knowledge. It's good. Um, all little kid TV shows are, to my knowing, should have a great educational balance to the TV show. So what? who is your favorite Flugel? Well, I would have to say... Flow, which is like the first commander, because she's she's like she's the smart one out of all three of them, and she's always making sure they're they're not getting into trouble. And yeah, 
that's also good to have a strong female character and it shows that females are also as in like power and stuff as men can be so you are listening to kids first coming attraction on the voice america kids network today we are talking about gifted the flugels going in style style and smurfs the lost village and right now i am talking to lizeth about the flugels so uh, speaking of the flugels um going on most kid tv shows have great songs or good catchy theme songs and background background music what did you think of the music i thought it was really catchy since like when i watched it i, I don't know why but it kept playing in my head and i, I, I would catch myself like just like kind of like singing the tunes in my head and i'm just like wow this is a really catchy song yeah you want to be able to be hooked into tv shows especially when little kids might wander off in their imagination and stuff so some kid tv shows are very repetitive on like maybe what's going on or like the same everything happens like the same in each episode so do you what do you what do you think is unique about each episode and if not if they're repetitive like a lot of other kid tv shows well this i really like this show since it's like each episode it's not the same because it's like focused on on like like different like every episode has a different um a different subject like one of them is about like the development of the caterpillar another one is about what a baby is and stuff like that so it really has a like a like a wide variety of like educational things which i really found interesting since not a lot of kid shows have that yeah it's really good to be unique and not repetitive so that's a good thing how do you think the flugels compares to any other kid tv show well i think it's these three aliens who are like fun and like energetic and in- interested in learning which i find a lot of shows have characters who are fun and energetic and interested in learning so each around want to learn more so that's one of the things i found like is similar in most shows yeah again it's really good to be very educational for all the little kids who are watching these flugels so what did you think about the voice actors well i i, I thought they were really good because like when like their emotions you can easily hear them like if you weren't watching it and just hearing it you would hear the the emotion behind the characters and how they would go from like really sad to really happy about like finding out like new things and i thought that was, that was really cool yeah you got to be able to show the difference between each emotion so maybe kids don't get confused or stuff um also again back to the animation what are some other what what do you think is the style of this animation it's like a mix since like the characters are animated but sometimes they're surra- like most of their surroundings are realistic like if you were to walk into your house it would look like that it's just that the characters they're animated Yeah, you got to be very realistic so it also keeps the kids intact and having a very creative imagination. So since this is a kid TV show, you also said it was um educational. What what would you think would be a good age rating cuz some kid TV shows are good for all ages? 
I think this one is more for like a younger, like a much younger audience. I would say like from two year olds to five year olds, since they're it's mostly for them to understand what is going on around them. And since they're in that age of asking questions, this show would teach them how to ask the right questions in order to find out what they're looking for. It's also good to have a TV show for also younger kids because a lot of movies and TV shows are for in the middle age, like tweens. So what would you give the star rating for this film? I would give it a four out of five stars since there were some things that I personally didn't get. But then again, this this film wasn't meant for my age range. But I really like like that animation and all that stuff. Yeah, that's good. Even older kids, like if you were babysitting or something, you wouldn't be totally bored with having your younger siblings watching this. So thanks for talking to me. You did a really good job on your first radio show. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Mia, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's sponsor is Vakoyo. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm jerry Orris, and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we were just talking about the film flu goals and now we're going to be talking about the new film going in style and we're going to be talking to samantha who is 17 and lives in la so samantha how are you doing today i'm doing well how are you i'm doing fantastic thanks for asking so can you tell us what you thought about Going In Style? I have to say that Going In Style was probably the funniest movie that I've seen this year. I wasn't really sure what to expect. I knew that Morgan Freeman and the other lead actors were very good actors, but I didn't really know what the movie was about originally. But then in the beginning of the film, the first scene was so funny automatically, and I don't really remember a scene that wasn't funny. So that's why I think I just really enjoyed it. Well, it looks like a hilarious, absolutely hilarious film. And like you just said, it is a comedy. So what did you think about the comedy? You already kind of said that it was a very good and the funniest film of the year. So can you tell us about that? Sure, yeah. Um, 
Well, if you don't know what Going In Style is, it's about three men who are lifelong friends and they decide that they want to rob a bank because they think that that will better their lives. So automatically, just knowing that, I thought it was a funny concept. And especially since these men are 70 years old, you know, you don't hear about that every day. So I think that was really funny too. And just seeing how they have to prepare to try and rob the bank, you know, they can't just go in and rob the bank. They have to first practice. So I thought it was just really funny that they're even thinking about doing that. But in the end, it actually kind of made sense. It wasn't too ironic, but yeah, I thought they did a really good job of the comedy. Well, that's good. And what did you think about the story? You already kind of mentioned the plot of the film uh, about three older men trying to rob a bank. So what did you think of the story? Was it a little too long, a little too short? Was it interesting? Was it creative? What did you think? Um, I think that Zach Braff, the director, did a really good job with the storyline because I've never seen a film like this before in the way that I've never seen a film about robbing a bank. I've never seen a film that was really so funny. So I thought that it was a really unique storyline because even though, you know, three men robbing a bank, like even though it sounds funny, you know, when you have to relate to their personal struggles, like Willie needs a new kidney, um, Joe is losing his home and Al is, you know, he's just, you know, being there with his friends. And I think, just relating to their personal struggles, even though the plot is funny itself, it's just, it was kind of like bittersweet in a way. So there was some serious elements that viewers should see despite all the jokes. That's what you're saying. Yeah, there are a lot of um, personal struggles that they have, which is why I think it's definitely a family friendly movie because there's something like, even though kids can see the funny action of them trying to run around and, you know, try and rob a bank, even though the adults can really understand that, you know, the reason why they're doing it is because their pens their pensions are being canceled and, you know, losing your home. Those are kind of topics that not kids maybe would be familiarized with. So there's something for everybody. Well, that's good to know. And what do you think about the acting? You already mentioned that, of course, the fantastic Morgan Freeman who plays Willie is in this, but we also have Michael Caine who plays Joe, Alan Arkin who plays Albert, and Christopher Lloyd who plays Milton. So we have a fantastic cast and a lot more people. What did you think about the whole cast portrayal of the characters? Um, I think that Zach Braff, like definitely when he was writing, when he was thinking of the idea for this film, the four main characters that you just said, they definitely work really well together. Like um, Alan Arkin, He's kind of the one that's not really into robbing the bank, but in that when you see him, when he's actually getting involved with it, it's really funny to see him. And um, Michael Caine, he's very, you know, he's very, not rebellious, but he's kind of very, you know, he's different in the way that he's the one who actually wants to rob the bank. And when you see him, he's very witty. And I think that they all did a really good job, especially, you know, like Morgan Freeman with his personal struggles, you could really empathize with him. And um, Michael Caine, you know, it's just, it was just really, I never really saw a movie like this where the characters were so, they worked really, really well together. And that's good that they did. So you think they have a connection, like you can really see a bond between the three? Yeah, they're, they're really good friends. And, you know, they've known each other for a long time. And, you know, they're all there for each other. Like Michael Caine, who um, who plays Joe, he was willing to give uh, Willie his kidney. And I thought that was, a, that was a really nice thing to do. So you can tell that they're all there for each other. And even though 
not all of them were originally on board with robbing the bank. They all eventually get on board because they're all friends and they want to do it together. Well, that is fantastic to see. You're listening to Kids First Come Attractions, and right now we are talking to Samantha about the new film Going in Style. We are talking about how the three, Willie, Joe, and Albert, how they have a fantastic bond together, and even if they may not all agree, they all focus on doing something, that something turns out to be robbing a bank. So my next question is, do you have a favorite scene in all this craziness and mayhem? Yes, my favorite scene was actually towards the beginning of the movie. They're all sitting down together watching TV. And this was so unexpected for me. I didn't, I was, I was not seeing this coming, but they were sitting down and all of a sudden they turn on the TV and the bachelorette pops up. And, you know, I wasn't really expecting to see the bachelorette in a, in a film. So you saw, um, uh, it was a past bachelorette with Caitlin Bristow and Ben Higgins and Nick Vile. And if you're not really sure, like anyone who's hearing this is not really sure about what the, who's on the bachelorette. You don't really need to because they kind of explain it. And if you do know, it was really funny because they're all like, no, Caitlin, pick Ben, pick Nick. It was just really funny because I, I just, I really wasn't expecting it. You know, it's my favorite thing in movies, fictional movies, when they make jokes about real world stuff. I don't know why, but it is always the best jokes. Yeah, you're so right. And would you say we have a favorite character out of the trio? That's a really hard one. You know, I would have to say, I would say Willie Morgan Freeman is probably my favorite because I really, I really admire him for being so optimistic for what he's going through. And he's just, he's so positive and, you know, they all did a really great job, but I really like how you can empathize with him. And you can't beat Morgan Freeman. I mean, when you have Morgan Freeman in the film, you gotta, you gotta choose him. But how many stars? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just said, yeah, go ahead. How many stars would you give this film? I would give this film a five out of five stars because, like I said, I've never seen anything like it. And it, I love a film with a, where I can get a good laugh. Originally, I was not into watching movies, but if it's a comedy, like, you cannot get me to look away from the screen. So I would say five out of five stars because the whole family can go and see it and there aren't really, I mean, there are a few scenes where um, kids that are, you know, younger than 13 might not see it because there are, they are using weapons when they're robbing a bank and there is some firing and some scenes. So I just think that it would be a five out of five stars because it's just, like I said, it's family friendly and it's really unique too. So you talked about this a little bit in your answer, how it's not suitable for all ages. What would you say the age range is? Um, I would say maybe 13, 18, maybe 14. It really depends on what your parents want you to see and what you're okay with seeing. Like I said, it's only one or two scenes. And even though the concept is very, you know, different, robbing a bank. Like, if you're, if you're a kid and you know that that's wrong to do, then really anybody could be able to see it. But I would say teens and definitely adults would really enjoy it, too. Well, that's good to see that. It is almost like almost a perfect family film, but not meant for younger kids. Would you say that there's a good amount of action in this film? And if so, how does that play out? Yeah, I think they did a really good job with the action. There wasn't too much of it and there wasn't too little. It was just right. Like in the beginning of the film, um, there is a bank robbing scene, which is where they get the idea from. And 
you know, they go in and they fire their weapons. And it was just, like I said, since there were only a few scenes, it was more building up on robbing the bank rather than actually doing it, which I think was a really good thing that they did because if they spent too much time on them actually robbing the bank, I feel like it would have gotten a little redundant and it wouldn't have been as exciting. So, yeah, there are like one or two scenes and they just did a really good job with the action. Well, that's good to hear. Thank you so much for talking to me about going out in style. Thank you so much for having me on the show. No problem. For our viewers, if you'd like to check out this epic action and comedy, it is now in theaters near you. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Orris, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions, and this show is sponsored by Pocoyoyo. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey and welcome back i'm mia and you are listening to kids first coming attractions today we have been talking about gifted flugels and going in style and right now i am talking with carla who lives in new jersey and she is 12 about smurfs the lost village so how are you doing today carla i'm doing good so let's get right into it. So what is Smurfs the Lost Village about? Smurfs the Lost Village is about Smurfette being the only the only girl Smurf in um, the Smurf Village. Um, she, she feels like she's in a real Smurf because she was made by Gargamel, the evil person that's trying to kill all the Smurfs. Yeah, and I know that this Smurfs the Lost Village, I believe, is in a collection of other movies. So how do you think um, this Smurfs movie compares to all the other movies? Um, I feel like the animation in this movie is way better than the other ones. I didn't really like how the other ones, like their eyes kind of look creepy and how it looked realistic. But in this one, like they like the Smurfs look cute. And also on um, the storyline, I think it's better than the, than the other ones since like, I feel like the Smurfs going to like the real world in like New York City isn't as interesting as this one. Yeah, it's always good to have um, sequels better than the last movies because 
sometimes they go downhill from the last movie. Um, speaking of the animation, what did you think of all the creative animation? I feel like when um, the Smurfs went to um, the like the lost part of the of the the forest, like it looked very pretty and like very mystical. I like it's like very like beautiful. Like the yeah, it's very beautiful. Yeah, unique creative animation is a good thing to keep any viewer intact with the movies and the Smurfs. So going back to the um, series of movies, if you were a new watcher and you just wanted to see this movie, would it make sense or would you have to go back and see all the other movies? I think it would make sense because like, I feel like the Smurfs are like very popular. Like it was a very popular cartoon. So like you would have some background knowledge so you would understand what's happening and yeah yeah that's good because sometimes like me i want to see the smurfs the lost village but i might not want to go back and watch all the other smurfs um so about the voice actors how how well do you think they portrayed their characters and were they like realistic did they sound like the smurfs or did they sound like themselves kind of like when you have voice actors like demi lovato um speaking of demi lovato i thought that she did amazing she didn't really sound like herself. She sounded like how I would think Smurfette would sound like. I did not know it, it was her until um, the the credits at the end. And when I found out to make sure, it was, I thought it was, she did very good. Yeah, that's a good thing because when I saw like clips and trailers, I didn't realize it was her until I looked it up on IMDb and I'm like, whoa, that was Demi Lovato because she did a really good job on changing her voice. Um, also, how did you think about all the other characters since it to me kind of sounds like the um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarf theme. So what did you think of how they portrayed their characters and maybe some relationship between Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Um, I didn't really think of it as, like, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Well, I didn't really think about that. But about the other people, um, they they did a really good job of um, voice acting, too. Like, Joe Mangelu. Sorry, I couldn't pronounce his last name. He, um, he did a really good job, too, of doing Hefty. I didn't know it was him, but I don't really know a lot about him. But I thought he did good. It's just really good to have... Um a great strong cast of voice actors. So what did you think was the moral of Smurfs the Lost Village? The morals of Smurfs the Lost Village is about teamwork and girl power. Since It's about teamwork since Hefty Smurf, Clumsy, Nerdy, and Smurfette all work together to um, warn the Lost Village. And it's also about girl power since Smurfette didn't like really think that she was a real Smurf and wasn't strong enough, and then she realized that, and then she went to go save the Smurfs. Yeah, that's also great moral, moral, and it's also really good to have movies about women empowerment, because we're getting more into movies about that, but it's great to show that women are in power and to have movies about women. So who is your favorite character and why? My favorite character is Clumsy because I can relate to him that we're both very clumsy. And also, um, he's a very funny character. I also like Nerdy because he's also funny. And 
I liked how he was like all about the books, but then like towards the end, like he threw his books and just like went with like the flow and stuff like and like. Yeah, it's really good to have um, movies with different unique characters. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about gifted flugels going in style. And right now I'm talking with Carl Carla about the Smurfs, the Lost Village. So what is your favorite scene? Hmm, my favorite scene... Hmm. Is um when they first enter into the into like the forbidden forest because like like taking it in like it looks very pretty and um like there's like mystical creatures and like flowers that like are boxing flowers that I thought was funny and um it just looked very pretty and mystical. Yeah, it's really good to have great strong animation and. Well, creative, it also keeps the audience intact. So I know that it's in other Smurf movies that they always have great music, nice jams. What did you think of the music in this movie of the Smurfs? I thought it was very good and like very catchy, like like hits from today, which like the kids would like love to listen to and like would remember from the radio and stuff like that. Um, I really liked the songs. I wouldn't really listen to it, like, a lot, but I thought it was, like, very catchy and, like, fit was, like, the Smurf theme. And do you remember what any of those songs are, and if, do you think that they fit in with where, when they were played? Um, I think one of the songs were, was a Megan Trainor song. I don't, I don't know the, the title of it, but, um, I thought it, like, fit was, like, the scene, and, I, yeah. Yeah, that's good, because sometimes there's music that doesn't fit at all with the scene that they're putting it with. Um, so what do you think is the genre to Smurfs The Lost Village? I think the genre is fantasy, since, like, it, like, deals with, like, fictional, like, creatures that aren't really real, and, um, like, an evil character, like, witches and stuff like that, which is, like, usually in fantasy, and, um... Like the like the animate like the the background of the Forbidden Forest, like it looks like something that would be in like a fantasy type setting. Yeah, I like the um, genre fantasy because it really explores the animation. So, how do you think um, Smurfs the Lost Village um, compares to any of the other fantasy genres? I think movie? it's like more like for kids that like like um, fantasy. Since, like, a lot of other fantasy, like Harry Potter, I feel like it's, like, more, like, for, for like, for teenagers. And, yeah. So, basic... Sorry. So, it's, like, more for, like, little kids that, like, like this, that sort of stuff. And speaking of the age rating, can you be a little more specific on the rating? Like, give me the ages? I feel like it would be for, like, five to eight, since, like, it does have some, like, little, like, innuendos in there that I caught, but, like, I don't think that little kids would get. But um, it, it's also, like, very, like, educational and, like, teaches, like, little kids that, like, m that, like, might not, like, work together with, like, other kids as well as um, other people that, like, working together will lead to, like, great things.
Yeah, that's good. Also, it's good to have, again, like I said before, for more of the younger middle age, because most of them are, again, focused, I think, towards like tween ages. So what do you think is, what would you say is the star rating for Smurfs the Lost Village? I give this a four out of five star rating because um, it wasn't like as funny as I would think it would be as like other Smurf movies were like funnier. But it was still like had a great like storyline, like a great plot and like very good animation and great voice actors. Well, thanks for talking to me today, Carla. Thank you. And thanks for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our blog in the teen section of Huffington Post and check out our YouTube channel. You can get there easily from our homepage at www.kidsfirst.org. The show is produced by Coalition for Quality Children's Media for the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by Pacoyo. I'm Mia, and thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. 